0: Midday Live on SAFM, 104 to 107. Thanks, it's 6.5 minutes past 12. This is Midday Live on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. It's a brand new week. What a weekend of sports news. And then there was this Manga Kumalo. He became the first black jockey to win the Premier South Africa's uh, racing event, the Durban July. Congratulations to him. Uh, a heavy metal horse beat the favoured run for it. And a heartbreaking 2019 win by the Bulls beating the Sharks on Saturday in the Super 15. And, of course, uh, so close yet so far for the Sharks there. The Bulls are back uh, where they belong i would say they played fantastically well uh, this season and they belong to lead the south african summit what about uh, andy murray i like how uh, the star has put it today andy murray is in uh, seventh haven on the 7th, of the 7th, to break 77-year drought. Remember, he won yesterday on the 7th of uh, July, and uh, so he ended 77-year wait for Britain to win a Wimbledon men's singles finals, nicely beating uh, number one Novak Djokovic there. And then there was uh, Robert Mugabe, the president of Zimbabwe, and his utterances over the weekend going as far as saying that uh, Zimbabwe will walk out of uh, the SADC, if uh, Sadek did stupid things Launching a broadside On uh, President Jacob Zuma's advisor Lindy Zulu, in fact attacking her Personally Lindy was saying that uh, Describing Zimbabwe's President Mugabe's blistering attack on her As an issue she will not Dignify with a response And of course uh, we're reading today Of uh, what the Abatembu King Lingebo, Is saying uh, Launching a second attack on uh, President Jacob Zuma. It's a front page story there. Just some of the stories that Happened over the weekend, uh, and uh, what did you see, and uh, what did you read over the weekend, and of course, what did you hear on radio? Uh, it's a uh, 34701. We welcome your SMSs, and of course, you can uh, tweet us at Kuala B News at SAFM midday live, otherwise at uh, midday live at sabc.co.za or kuala B at co. To our top story at this hour, the case against four suspects in the murder of a Sine Gauteng police officer, Tirani Maswangani, has been postponed to Friday this week. The prosecution team is uh, awaiting uh, the director of uh, public prosecution's instruction. Zeppo Moswai, uh, Roger Moseki, Dijenine Folovodwe, and Ndaezo Vele were arrested last week and are facing a murder charge. Major General Maswangani's body was found last month on the R101 road near Amanskral, north of Pretoria, with his feet and hands tied. For more on this now, we say good afternoon to our reporter, Maludi Obusenge. Can you briefly uh, give us an update on this case?
1: Thank you. Good afternoon, Bongi. What happened today, the four suspects uh, briefly appeared in court today, uh, the Pretoria North District Court. They were... The prosecution, the team, the prosecution team, asked the court for a provisional, with, uh, provisional postponement for this Friday. This is due to because they are still waiting for the director of public prosecutions' instructions.
0: So the four were remanded in custody.
1: Yes, all four were remanded in custody, and also there were a couple of submissions by the defence team uh, that the accused two, three, and four needed some medical attention, therefore they were requesting that the court made an order that they should be taken to a hospital or to a medical doctor for a checkup, because they were assaulted during the arrest and they suffered some internal injuries. But the state opposes the defense submission that the police, that that submission saying that the police should should be given space to do their work.
0: What do we know about uh, the four suspects? Uh, have you picked up any information on them?
1: So far, we haven't picked up anything except that uh, some of them were ex-soldiers.
0: Oh, all right. And uh, during the, the the bail hearing, obviously postponed, but uh, who was there from the family? Did you see anyone?
1: We saw uh, General, Major General Maswanganyi's wife and his brother, who were there, and uh, also the public gallery was fully packed by members of public who show interest in this case. And also from the media side, the court was packed with cameras, photographers, who were also interested in this story.
0: Mm. And of course the interest by the public, but also how was the mood? Was it that of, of, of anger? or Can you describe it for us, please?
1: The the mood was was much more relaxed, there was no anger, uh, as as one would have expected, that uh, there would be uh, an anger or people showing emotions, but instead the mood was uh, relaxed and there was nothing out of the ordinary.
0: All right. uh, thank you very much uh, to our reporter Maluti Obuseng at 11 minutes past 12.
2: up for Shop Shop Children's Programme on SAFM with Leon Fisser at 10 minutes to 2, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And Shop, Shop, from the road and down to the
3: city, Shop, Can I ask you one question before you go? Depend on what the question is. You won't think me less of a man if I ask? I might. I've been needing a woman perspective on
4: this. Do
2: you think I should shave my moustache?
4: Yes, I was just saying to myself just then, he looks so damn ugly with that moustache. Really? No, thought you was going to ask me something more important than that.
3: That's important. My physical appearance is important to the people.
4: Well, have you asked your
5: wife? No. The Mountaintop. Martin Luther King, Jr., as you've never seen him before. Directed by Warunasiani and starring Sillo Subutani and Mwenya Kabwe. On at the Market Theatre from the 12th of June... Until the 21st of July. Book at CompuTickets or go to www.markettheatre.co.za in partnership with SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader.
4: Are you up to date with the world of property? For all things property, what are your rights as a property owner and or purchaser? Are you a tenant or the landlord and you need advice? What is the value of your investment in commercial property in South Africa? What matters are of importance in discussing land ownership? Trust us to simplify and help you understand the detail in all things property. Join me, Dineo Mulomo, every week on Tuesday morning on Morning Talk at 10.30. 13 minutes
0: past 12 and our top story this hour, Anglo-American Platinum says Wildcat Strikes have closed down its operations at two of its shafts in the Rustenberg area, Tembilani and Kumanani. Looking at the markets at this hour, gold is trading at $1,226.65 an ounce. Platinum at one thousand three hundred and thirty-six dollars and sixty cents announced. The rand is trading at ten rand twenty-three cents against the US dollar, at fifteen rand twenty-five cents to the pound, and at thirteen rand fourteen cents to the euro. Midday live on S A F M one hundred four to one hundred seven. It's uh, fourteen minutes past twelve. This is a midday live on SAFM. South Africa's news and information leader. We go now further afield, and uh, the Southern African Development Community has poured cold water over Zimbabwe President Robert Mugabe's threat to withdraw from the regional bloc. Sadek has uh, pressed Mugabe to roll back a decision to hold elections on uh, July 31st. In turn, Mugabe accused the regional bloc of trying to arm-twist his government into disobeying a constitutional court ruling, compelling him to call for elections not later than uh, the 31st of uh, July. For a reaction on this uh, Mugabe's threat, we're now joined on the line by the Sadek Director of uh, Politics, Defense and Security, Colonel Danki-Mutai. Good afternoon to you, Colonel.
6: Good afternoon.
0: Sir. Right, what, what do you make of uh, the, the weekend utterances by uh, Zimbabwe's President Robert Mugabe? In fact, uh, referring, uh, talking about Sadek and saying that uh, they they went in there voluntarily. And uh, really, if Sadek did stupid things, Zimbabwe will pull out.
7: Um, I, I I I I really have nothing to, to to say on that one except to say that Zimbabwe is a member of SADC and there is a forum where uh, if any agreement by any member state uh, is tabled, then that forum can discuss that matter. But nevertheless, Zimbabwe is a member state and uh, we are still committed to the Zimbabwe electoral issues. We continue to be a the decorator of all this. And if there is anything, and that uh, may bring uh, some discomfort or to, to to the leadership of Zimbabwe, I think they know very well the forum where they kill all these issues, not uh, uh, over the Israelis and so on and so forth. But nevertheless, he has the right to say what he has his mind or his opinion, but all, all in on it, there is a SADC forum, and Zimbabwe is a very uh, committed member of SADC.
0: But can Zimbabwe walk out of SADC?
7: Well, I, I I cannot also uh, bring in my opinion on this one. But every member has the right to join and has the right to enjoy its membership from an organisation like SADAC if they feel so. And uh, it really depends on what the member feels or what the member would feel. And if they feel like we're working out of SADAC, there are also the processes to be followed as 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 uh, as prescribed by our treaty uh and, and I think with the government authorities know from very much about all these some of our members of
0: SADC. Mm. Uh, th- then it, it, it will bring to to a question really the role of SADEC then if uh, if it will be as easy as that for for a country to withdraw its membership from from SADC, because surely uh, this is a regional bloc, a very important regional bloc, and and really it's 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 there to to make sure that uh, member countries adhere to certain uh, rules and policies that 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 guide them. So for for Zimbabwe to even threaten that they will pull out, really, it brings to question the role of SADC then in 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 Southern Africa, doesn't it?
7: No, the the, the role of SADAC is unquestionable, and SADAC is a rule-based organization. And whether or not uh, all member states that can join SADAC will have to abide by the rules. You see, the problem is uh, certain individuals feel that uh, coming into an organization like SADAC is just going in and coming out of church. This is a rule-based organization which has got its own rules that have been complied. And the the treatment of SADAC is very clear. At one point, you can be a member of Sadak, there are certain things that, whether or not, you must comply with. And uh, Sadak has got its own uh, protocol on politics, defence and security uh, cooperation, which also guides member states on how they should behave when they address the political issues. And Zimbabwe is one of the signatories, and uh, Zimbabwe has, yeah, among many members of Sadak, adopted uh, some of these principles and guidelines, as national well. laws. So. Uh, our our advice all the time is: uh, such a member like Zimbabwe and indeed and, and the founding member of, of SADC uh, will not just um, withdraw um, from SADC for any 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 reasons uh, unless something very critical has happened. But of course, in regards to elections, elections in, 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 in SADC are guided by the principles governing democratic elections, which Zimbabwe adopted that as domestic laws as part of its electoral law. So, we, we, we are confident that it's based on that. Uh, there is no way Zimbabwe can, uh, can deviate from, from its commitment, which is a network law and the FABA uh, rules and regulations. Mm. So, that is how we, we think, and just looking out is not really. Uh, it seems, it seems to
0: your video. Doing but but the, 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 really the bone of contention here is is election election uh, the constitutional court there has said elections must go ahead on the 31st of July, Sadek had said look. Uh, postpone it by at least two weeks so that you allow for a whole lot of things to happen, uh, uh, you know, uh, reforms to happen there. But also, Zimbabwe doesn't have money. Now, for Zimbabwe to say the Constitutional Court has ruled, yes, that is uh, accepted. But SADC also had said in Maputo a few weeks ago, please allow it uh, to, to happen at least uh, two weeks later. So wh- what does that then s- suggest to you as SADC?
7: No, you see, there is a challenge in this whole issue. There is a political issue and there is a legal dimension here. And uh, Zimbabwe's uh, constitutional court, the Supreme Court, and uh, Sadak respects the ruling of the court. That's why I think even, as you recall, the community, Sadak was, was just requesting the government of Zimbabwe to go and and, and try and negotiate the extension to whatever date that it allowed them to conclude the the outstanding issues and uh, that did not happen and, and I think now what what I guess we need to focus on and on, on, on supporting Zimbabwe going to go through this electoral process. Um and we cannot now change the room of the court mm. uh, if the court found it uh, appropriate but the, the the outstanding issues have to be implemented at least to allow the electoral process to go through without any contestations. So um mm. We have liked right to see that, but really, it was not. It was not what South forced the government of Zimbabwe or forced the, the the court of Zimbabwe. Because that one, we are very clear that there is separation of powers in each and every country. Mm. And uh, and Sadak, 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 Sadak respects that. That's why I yeah, rule this organisation. Uh,
0: another problem, uh, uh, Colonel, here is that uh, we Zimbabwe needs money for the elections, and it doesn't have money as things stand today. And uh, the the first organization that they will need to tend to uh, is uh, SADC. So what are you going to do to make sure that these elections happen? They are credible. Uh, there are observers there because uh, it looks like uh, definitely they're going to happen on the 31st. So how is the money going to be uh, channeled to Zimbabwe? Where is the money going to come from? What about the observers from SADC? Are you going to be sending your, your observers there?
7: Yes, yeah, so we already have observers no, no, no. <laughs> in Zimbabwe since speaking, and uh, we are calling Mr. Marari, and we are waiting for others to arrive today. Some have arrived a few days ago. Um, in terms of money, uh, I really cannot uh, account on that one, because it is the government of Zimbabwe that will avail funds for the electoral commission. But if it arises whereby Zimbabwe will uh, seek SADAC support, that will could be communicated to all members of Zimbabwe. to to assist because uh, this is a very important election for Zimbabwe and this is an important election for Zimbabwe and for the region. Mm. So whatever means that can be available, I'm sure our head of state and government will will, will provide uh, the necessary support so that Zimbabwe will go through uh, this election very incredibly and very
0: Oh, oh, all right, uh, just just stay on the line for me, uh, Kenan Motai. I just wanna uh, run this uh, this clip for you, what uh, President Mugabe said over the weekend, and uh, and pick your brain really of of what you think of it. Just stay on the line for us.
1: Let it be known that we are in Zaire voluntarily. If Zaire decides to, to do stupid things, we can move out and withdraw from Zaire. But for now, we have had a SAD which has had good sense although from some quarters and I dare to say, unfortunately these were not quarters of authority they were just utterances by some stupid idiotic women, perhaps uh, in South Africa saying no elections cannot be held
0: on the thirty first of mutaai, even if you are observing your sovereignty as a country, really utterances like this can cannot be welcome. Have you have you have you spoken to to President M- M- Mugabe because really, clearly this is a personal attack on the person of uh, uh, Miss Lindiwe Zulu as we saw there uh, and and of course a personal attack on uh, on President uh, Jacob Zuma as the facilitator in uh, the ongoing problems in Zimbabwe
7: well on this one um i I think really that this um, the issue that the the says, and particularly consumer as the satellite facilitator who is able to to bring together all sides to the gTA uh, to
0: Okay, I think uh, we might have cut you. Alright, so there's a problem with the line there to uh, Zimbabwe. We're talking to uh, the director, the SADC director for politics, defense and security, Colonel Danki uh, Mutai, talking about really uh, what is going on in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe is saying the constitutional court has ruled and uh, the elections will in the indeed happen on the 31st of this month. And uh, that uh, broadside launched by uh, President then Robert Mugabe on uh, South Africa on uh, the facilitator and of course uh, the representative of the facilitator that's Ms. Lindiwe Zulu saying that uh, Ms. Lindiwe Zulu she is not going to dig- dignify this with uh, a response it's at 25 minutes past 12 this is midday live on sfm south africa's news and information leader mandela mandela's lawyer gary jansen is expected to lodge a formal complaint against the mandela family's lawyers with the eastern cape bar council for allegedly misleading the courts on madiba's health the complaint relates to an affidavit submitted by 16 mandela family members in their urgent application to exhume the remains of Mandela's children and return them from Veso to Kunu outside Mtata. Kuregu reports.
8: Manda Mandela first complained that he was never given time to present his side of the story when the case was heard in the Eastern Cape High Court in Mtata. I want to express the disappointment at the decision taken by the Mtata High Court. I remain convinced that the decision of the court was in erroneous, as the court granted a final order in my absence, so I was effectively denied the right here. I will, however, not challenge this further, because it will serve no purpose.
0: Alright, we seem to have a massive problem with uh, that particular story. As you heard Manda Mandela saying that uh, rather his lawyers uh, expected to lodge a formal complaint against uh, the Mandela family's lawyers with the Eastern Cape Bar Council for allegedly misleading the courts on uh, Madiba's health. So we have uh, a problem with that. Uh, Still to come, right here on Midday Live on SFM, South Africa's News and Information Leader striking Metro bus drivers have left commuters stranded in some parts of Johannesburg. Uh, the drivers have alleged, have alleged corruption at a metro bus and are demanding that uh, the acting manager director uh, be suspended there. So we'll be looking at uh, that uh, particular story uh, very shortly. Uh, right, let's see where we're going to go now. Let's go to Cape Town. Uh, to the uh, the story really that uh, shocked a whole lot of us the Belleville magistrates court has denied bail to the seven men accused of a uh, uh, dumping Uh, Human Waste at Cape Town International Airport last month. The group, which includes ANC Councillor Alois Songkotla and former Councillor Andy Lelili, were refused bail on the basis that they disregarded an earlier uh, court warning after a similar act at the provincial legislature building. For more on this now, let's say good afternoon to our reporter, Chris Mabuya. Chris, uh, talk us through this morning's court proceedings, please. The uh, Majesty's
6: young gave A number of reasons um, um, why we refuse to grant bail to the seven I choose. Um, One of them is that they are facing a a serious charge, uh, that of contravening the Civil Aviation Act, uh, which carries with it a penalty of of up to eight years imprisonment. But the main one that he actually emphasized on is that the, the, the seven I choose were part of a group uh, that was released earlier um, in the Cape Town Maritz Court on a warning, and 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 part of that warning was that they are not they are not arrested or caught um, in a similar act, and then he, he, he actually mentioned that the fact that a few days uh, later they were arrested at a, at Cape Town International Airport. It's a demonstration on uh, an indication that um, first of all they disregarded the, the earlier warning, and and secondly that they don't have respect um, for the law, and that the court is not convinced. Therefore, and that they are not going to do the same act if they are if they are, if they are, um, if they are granted bail, mm. and also mentioning that that very act on the 25th of 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 of, of, of of June actually uh, caused um, and, and a lot of uh, a lot of chaos um, and at the airport. That normal activities were, were disrupted. Shops had to be closed, and, and 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 that it is therefore not in the interest of of justice to grant the seven um, a bail
0: what do you know about uh, one of the charges that they are facing i mean contravening uh, the aviation act uh, can you can you try and, and and explain this if you can please
6: well the the, 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 the magistrate has tried to um, to explain also to to um, to them in court that the the the, 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 the international um, airport it's uh, is an, is, is an important uh, center or, 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 or institution of, 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 of the country um, that carries um, a lot of um, important issues that has also something to do with the, with the people's lives. We also mentioned that the very activity actually puts um, the lives or the health of those that were in the airport, whether they are workers or whether they are the people that were supposed uh, to board the plane to different destinations, uh, putting their health at risk. Okay. Saying that.
0: All right. No, thank you very much, our reporter, Chris Mabuya, in Cape, Cape Town at the Belvin Magistrates Court. It's uh, just after half past, and it's time for the news headlines. Thank you. Midday Live on SAFM, 104 to 107. Thanks, Nancy. We'll see you then between 1 and 2 right here on SFM 104 to 107. Let's go back to that story that we uh, ran for you earlier on. Mandela Mandela's lawyer, Gary Jansen is expected to lodge a formal complaint against the Mandela family's lawyers with the Eastern Cape Bar Council for allegedly misleading the courts on Madiba's health. The complaint relates to an affidavit submitted by 16 Mandela family members in their urgent application to exhume the remains of uh, Mandela's children and return them from Veso to Kunu
8: outside Mtata.
0: on that story for us.
8: Manda Mandela first complained that he was never given time to present his side of the story when the case was heard in the Eastern Cape High Court in Mtata. I want to express the disappointment at the decision taken by the Mtata High Court. I remain convinced that the decision of the court was in no ironsist. As the court granted a final order in my absence, so I was effectively denied the to hear. I will, however, not challenge this further because it will serve no purpose. His lawyer, Gary Jensen, says some details in the affidavit regarding the former president's hurt were not true. If
7: you look at the applicant's affidavit which was submitted to court, she says in there that I will submit evidence from the doctors supporting my claim um, that the president was in the legislative state and that they were considering all sorts of options. Now, those affidavits haven't been presented to the court, um, and it was based on that, um, that, that was a certificate of urgency. Now, the oath she said that they were going to submit these, and she said that they have these affidavits from the doctors, which is not true. I'm not the fact that that's why there's a further investigation and we're looking at it this morning obviously if you've lied on the earth that is a serious of um So it's, it's quite
9: serious you know and it is, it's got serious um, repercussions
8: to mark on. Vets University Law Professor David Unterhalter believed that the fact that the matter was regarded as an urgent indicates that Mandela's life is in the balance. Uh, it, it is clear
7: that Mr probably the ground upon which the court decided that the matter was urgent because obviously his life is regrettably very much in the balance at the moment and that's the substantial ground one would imagine upon which the court acted whether the fact that he was in a
8: the trans guy of advocates and the cape law society say they have not received any formal complaint from manda mandela's lawyers meanwhile an independent law practitioner mvuzo no says if an attorney has misbehaved or conducted himself in an unprofessional manner the cape law society should be approved, not the trans guy bar of advocates
7: there's never been any situation where an attorney represented an advocate is representing a client where it can be said that he's lying. He's no, he was never there. He was told. He just writing a story that is narrated to him by the client. So I'm not too sure, Mr. Mandela's case whether it's, there's any substance of any complaint, if any, in any way. Unless you can say that he conducted himself in a manner that is unprofessional, in a manner that is unbecoming of penalty. 19th. Those are my wishes,
8: Meanwhile, Eastern Cape Police say they will be ready to hand over the docker to the senior public prosecutor tomorrow for a decision on whether or not to prosecute Chief Mandla Mandela on grave tempering. MBS, News, Mutata.
0: Meanwhile, staff at the Robben Island Museum at the Nelson Mandela Gateway near the waterfront in Cape Town has joined people from across the country in praying for former President Nelson Mandela's recovery. It's been a month since Madiba was admitted to a Pretoria hospital for a recurring lung infection. Susan Ngwala reports.
4: The staff at the Robben Island Museum were joined by Cape Capetonians from all walks of life, united in their well wishes for the world icon Nelson Mandela. Also present were people who lived on Robben Island over the 18-year period Madiba was incarcerated there. One of them was former prison warder Christo Brandt, who started working on the island in 1978.
1: Mandela was there. He was a very down-to-earth person. He was a person always going out his his way also to assist the prison warders. He was also a good negotiator. If there was any hunger strikes in prison, he will also be involved of the discussions of this hunger strike. After release, he was the first one who contacted me, always in contact with me. We pray and believe that we will never forget what he was doing for us in this country, standing up for everybody, for black and white, not only for blacks.
4: Also present was struggle veteran Lionel Davis, Davis was arrested in 1964, the same year as Madiba, and sentenced to seven years on Robben Island for committing acts of sabotage. The fact
0: that I spent so many years in the company of Nelson Mandela gives me great joy because it is from him and other elders that I learned great respect for other people. He was the kind of person that whether you were a peasant or whether you were educated, he would embrace you equally and we only hope that the legacy that he has left behind that that humanity will prevail
4: the service consisted of a mixture of spiritual hymns as well as struggle songs Bishop of the Cape of Good Hope Methodist Church Michael Hansrod encouraged the congregants with a reading from the scriptures
6: our beloved Madiba is in the hands of God for his life a gift and a legacy to us has been that of the concern for those always less fortunate than himself. We know that he is safe in God's hands.
4: Prayers were also offered for the entire Mandela family as well as all those who are close to him. Susan Dangwala, SABC News, Cape Town.
0: And uh, a couple of SMS's, uh, this one coming from Andrew Ndlovu saying that Mr. Mandela -Mandela is correct, he must appeal the court decision and let the constitutional court take a final decision. This one comes through from uh, Rupson Dima saying that once again we from Zim are forced to vote for the continuation of being labelled as the passport nation. And uh, this one says that uh, Sadek should act against Mugabe. What does he want to hide? No free and fair elections there. And uh, this one says that uh, we ZANU PF supporters also need uh, Juju to lead us in Zim to take over the good work from our president to continue the process of issuing passports. That's Tulani, I, Bandi. And uh, finally, this one from Louis 105 says that uh, the ruling by the Zim court is appropriate because when uh, they... Was a political crisis? Sadek came in, and the uh, SA will provide funds. Money will be recovered from the toll gates uh, fees and increase VAT taxes. Uh, Prosper Sibanda there. It's uh, 20 minutes to one right here on midday Life S A F M 104 to 106. Striking Metrobus drivers have left commuters stranded in some parts of Johannesburg. The drivers have alleged corruption at Metrobus and are demanding that uh, the acting managing director be suspended. They also accuse management of the city of Johannesburg-owned bus service of violating a collective agreement. For more on this now, in the studio here, I'm joined by Edwin CD, who's been following this story. Edwin, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Bongi. Alright, we hear some parts of uh, Johannesburg commuters left stranded uh, uh, Just talk us through the, the effects of the strike Well, Bongi, I've been making some rounds
3: both in Johannesburg and in Soweto and it appears that the situation is dire in Soweto because uh, since I've been travelling in areas around, uh, you know, your Jeep Glove, your Shawela, I could not spot even a single uh, bus in that uh, I mean, in that community and also I've been speaking to I mean to residents there and to, to commuters who rely on Metro Bus to ferry them to and, uh, and from where They are saying that uh, they have not even spot Even one bus One of the persons that I spoke to said That you know what I've been here since 6 o'clock And nothing is happening However I should add that At the Gandhi Square That is in the CBD The Johannesburg Central What has been happening there I've mean, i spotted a number of buses Picking up uh, commuters there But of course those who are going Into the north of Johannesburg They are saying that You know what They are not there are no buses for us.
0: So it's a, it's, a, it's a thousands of people who have been affected.
3: Indeed, remember that uh, I mean we have about six hundred uh, drivers here, meaning that you will have around four to five hundred buses. But it appears that it's, you know forty four percent of the buses are operating. And also you should remember that there are two unions here, Bongi. it's Imadu and Samu. So uh, so it appears that Imadu members are them who are I mean who are working today. What what are the issues? Well, there are a number of issues. Particularly the main issue, as you correctly said in your intro, they wanted Expecting mg to go or put on special leave or something like that because they are accusing him of corruption and all sorts of issues
0: what kind of corruption have they have they proven uh, corruption
3: well what has come out from metro bus management is that you know what i mean i mean the accusation has no i mean it's no basis you know there's no other way that we can put this man on special leave or fire him without i mean without having a proof in response to the strike, what
0: did the Metrobus say?
3: Well, Metrobus is very happy as I correctly say, I mean as I um, initially say, uh, they are saying that currently 44% of their buses are on the roads and they are saying that they, uh, they were hoping that at least close to 100% of the buses will be operating However, you know, 57, I mean, 56% of them are not operating I had a chat with a uh, company spokesperson, Randy McHavana, who touched on a number of issues including the fact that uh, the MD should be suspended
7: in our view, we have engaged uh, with 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 some in good faith, and we are continuing to do so. We are hoping to schedule a meeting with them very soon to take the, the 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 issues forward, because we cannot afford to continue to have the strike. Our commuters are uh, stranded without transport, so we'll continue to engage with them, but it will be difficult for them to require of Metrobus to to do something that is not. Uh, in line with the law that is not in line with our existing policies. And that is what they are requiring of us to do right now, to immediately suspend the acting managing director, which is not right.
8: Did you get a
3: chance to speak to the unions? Indeed, Bongi, I've been speaking to the, I mean the unions and the, their leader, who is uh, Fanuel Chikova, said that you know what uh, I mean. Our strike, according to us, it has been a success. Our members didn't pitch up for work, and but he also responded to what uh, I mean. I mean, I mean Metro, I mean Metrobus management is saying they are saying that they are accusing Metrobus of negotiating in bad faith. They are saying that you know what we didn't have a choice but to embark on a strike, and this is what Samu Fanuel Chikova
9: had to say.
1: We want to see the, 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 the managing director or the acting managing director to be suspended pending investigations.
7: Alternatively, if you can't suspend him for any argument that you can say, we are demanding that you can give him a special leave like it's always happening. We believe Metro cannot be exceptional on that. If you are failing in those two things, but can you... At least give
0: a lift to this person. And
3: briefly, when is the strike expected to come to an end? Well, they are saying that, you know what, our action will continue indefinitely
0: until our demands are met. So it appears that the commuters will remain stranded for some time. All right, there you have it. So, where to commuters and uh, across uh, Johannesburg, you'll be affected by this strike by uh, Metrobus drivers. With that, we give you your lunchtime market updates. Today's JSE report is brought to you by Telcom Business Convergence, one solution. One service provider. Telecom Business. And we say good afternoon to Mpo, more of Sarsfin Securities. poor, how are we trading after a lower close on Friday?
9: Uh, good afternoon, Bongi. Our market is trading higher, helped by weaker end and slightly firmer metal prices. Markets are also better in Europe where the suit is up 1%, tax up 2.2% and the cake 40 is 1.82% better. Back to the JC, we've got the gold index up 2%. Resource Index up 1.34%, Industrial Index up 1.2%, Financial Index up 1%. The overall market is up 396 points, or 1%, to 39,566 points.
0: Very little news other than an announcement by AECI.
9: Uh, AECI advised that uh, it has entered into discussions relating to the disposal of a greater portion of its uh, property asset at uh, Model Fontaine in Gauteng. The property assets in question are surplus to AECI's uh, operational requirements. AECI is currently trading 2.4% higher at 116 rands and 39 cents. And uh, any big
0: movers today on the
9: market? Uh, on the upside, we got Richmond up 3.1% to 91 rands and 50 cents. Gold up 3% to 50 rands and 37 cents. Associated ore up 2.9% to 326 rands. Monday PLC up 2.7% to 130 rands and 72 cents. Into properties up 2.6% to 49 rands and 15 cents. On the downside, we've got Impala Platinum up 4.25% to 89 rands and 46 cents. Tongart down 4.1% to 126 rands and 53 cents. AVI down Okay, we've lost uh,
0: that line uh, to Paul More of Sassfin Securities. It's uh, 13 minutes to 1. This feature was brought to you by Telcom Business. Talk to Telcom Business about getting you on the journey to convergence with a tailor-made solution.
2: Telcom Business. Marilyn, I need a non-automated hand-operated ink dispenser for the objective of on-paper documentation.
4: A pen, sir? Yes.
2: That's the word I was looking
4: for.
0: Using several words when one will get the job done doesn't make sense. Neither does using several providers when you can get voice, mobile, fixed data, cloud and IT from one service provider. Call 10217, click telcomcoza forward slash business or visit a telecom direct store and get a tailor-made solution. Convergence, one solution, one service provider. Telecom Business. Midday Live on SAFM, 104 to 107. The standoff between the uh, aussterlo mayor Mapetle Mapetle and the uh, current mayor Annette Combling continues in the Popsrum based council the two uh met uh, today in an effort to find an amicable resolution to the fight over the leadership of the council. You remember that 14 ANC councillors implicated in a vote of uh, no confidence against Mapetla uh, were expelled from the ANC. Let's speak now to our reporter there in the northwest. Khalo, good afternoon to you, Sisi. Good afternoon, Zonji. Talk us through the meeting It's uh, happened and uh, what, uh, what were the outcomes of that particular meeting?
10: Well, Bongi, yes, the meeting did uh, take place. It started at 11, but as I speak to you, I'm still waiting to speak to both the DA and the ANC about the outcome of the meeting. The mayor is still in another meeting at the moment, so when he's done, I am going to be able to speak to him and the DA to find out how the meeting
0: went. But what was the meeting all about? I mean, it, it's straightforward that uh, uh, Mapetle Mapetle has been hit with a, a, a vote of no confidence and uh, 16 of uh, of uh, the councillors there are ANC councillors and uh, they, they supported this move and uh, the DA's Annette Combrink should be the mayor. So w- what is being discussed?
10: Well, what is being discussed or what we heard was going to be discussed from the ANC was that the mayor... In his capacity, or Mapethi Mapethi, according to the ANC, in his capacity as the mayor, he wanted to meet with the professor and I'd come bring as a councillor to discuss why he wants to occupy the, uh, the position of the mayor. Um, the DA are the ones that told us about the meeting. They told us it is the ANC that requested the meeting in the first place. So the ANC did confirm that Mapethi Mapethi requested the meeting with the Professor to be able to discuss why she wants to occupy the office of the mayor, whether she's a councillor, or so what the, the version of the ANC. But the DA had said that they didn't know what the meeting was about. They were just requested for a meeting by the ANC.
0: And, uh, of course, we, we, we know that uh, the, the ANC had said it will challenge Combring's election, saying that uh, it's, it's unlawful. Do you know anything about that?
10: Well, the ANC, the last time we spoke to them, they said they were still uh, consulting their legal team about it. They are basing their argument on the fact that they are saying that um, a day before the council meeting last Tuesday uh, went ahead, the speaker sent out an SMS to let all the councillors know that the meeting had been cancelled. So the DA and uh, the opposition parties went ahead with the meeting whether they got the correspondence that the meeting did was cancelled by the speaker. But the DA said they had consulted with their legal team because they felt it was a rather at a short notice that the speaker would cancel the meeting just hours before it took place. So what they're saying is that they consulted to, before the meeting, to check with their legal team whether the meeting, if they go ahead with it, whether it would be legal or not. So what they're saying, the DA, is that they are definitely sure that Professor Annette Combrink is the rightful mayor of the city.
0: The ANC councillors had put forward some some serious allegations of corruption against the mayor. What is the ANC doing about that? Do you know?
10: Um, from we we did Bongi asked the ANC when they had a press briefing where they uh, announced the expulsion of the councillors, and I did. I remember I did put forward that question to the acting secretary of the ANC in the province to say uh, there are these allegations that have been put uh, against Mapetri, Mapetri. What are you doing as the ANC? Then they said they have a team of of people in Broadway. But apparently when I probed about the team, it is the team that investigates corruption in all the municipalities in the province. It's not specifically that has been sent to Broadway specifically. So it does all the work around the province. So basically, what the ANC, um, I can say now, is that there there has no uh, there is no team that has been put forward to investigate the allegation, except that team that is doing that is investigating in all the municipalities.
0: But it would appear that uh, it's business as usual for the ANC there. I mean, I see they, they are they are going about their business as normal as possible, door-to-door campaigns today, walk about at the taxi rank, uh meeting with communities. Really, they, they they don't show a strain at all.
10: Well, that's what they are saying, that for them it's business as usual. They still consider Mappetla Mappetla as an area, so it doesn't really affect them. Except that they they would be still consulting with the legal team now. So for them, they said it's business as usual. So that, that thing of um, the the professor coming being the mayor, it doesn't really affect them because they know Mapeta Mapeta is the mayor.
0: And uh, the fourteen uh, councillors had said they will go back to their communities because uh, they were uh, put forward for election by by their communities. So they need to go back to them and tell them, uh, update them of what has just happened, and of course, uh, uh, get a mandate uh, if it means a fresh mandate from from them, even if it means working with uh, with the opposition, the DA.
10: Yes, that's what the councillors told us. Um but unfortunately, we haven't been able to speak to the councillors since then. Uh, we met them at the continuation of the council meeting that was held on Friday, but they could not speak to us they said, because they said the lawyer said we must speak to him, the lawyer. We must, they must no longer speak to us. We must speak to the lawyer. Unfortunately, we tried to get hold of the lawyer since then, but we haven't. I sent SMS I left voice messages, but he hasn't returned our call.
0: Thank you very much uh, to our reporter in the Northwest, C.C. Sikhali. Just uh, two SMSs, this one coming through, saying that uh, uh, Mandla's case will test if lawyers are not supposed to verify information or not, as uh, so-called litigants did also not sign uh, affidavits there. And uh, this one says, don't cry for me, Egypt, that's Sia in uh, East London. It's uh, time now for Create with Michelle Constant. CREATE is proudly presented by Business and Arts South Africa, bringing the business of the arts and the art of business together.
2: The Atuba Gallery in Bramfontein, Johannesburg is currently hosting the second exhibition in a two-part series of solo exhibitions by Pamela Patsimo-Sondström and Tenjiwe Nikin Korsi titled Space Station All-Stars. In this multimedia exhibition, the two artists explore a multifaceted understanding of space whether it's physical space, architectural space, political space, outer space and even mythological space. According to Sundstrom, the work is a departure from her previous work where the narrative was revolving around character. Now, however, she uses landscapes to carry the narrative. Well, I've always told
11: stories in my work. There's always been a narrative element in my work, but that narrative usually revolved around a character or a hero or an alter ego of some sort. Whereas here, I've tried to tell stories without using or relying on a character. So I'm allowing these landscapes and kind of abstractions of landscapes to be the characters in the story, to carry the narrative in the story.
2: In her work Sandstrom makes reference to both prehistoric land formations as well as futuristic elements in order to explore the idea that mythology can be both ancient and futuristic.
11: They are, as I said, of landscapes, but I'm interested in the idea of mythology as being something that can be both ancient and futuristic. So visually there are references to prehistoric or primordial land formations, and at the same time there are these references to kind of futuristic, kind of multidimensional or interdimensional representations of landscapes. So, you know, sci-fi comes in there, time and space travel comes in there against these kind
2: of ancient-looking landscapes. Very much like the work of Mary Sebundus The Purple Will garden recently seen at the National Arts Festival, Sundstrom explains how she uses sci-fi as a genre as the idea of looking forward and imagining the alternative of the future. For me,
11: it, it is very much about uh, looking forward, and I think what I love about science fiction as a genre is that it really appeals to people who are, for whatever reason, a little bit dissatisfied with the way things are. So it's this opportunity to not only only imagine these alternatives, whether it's an alternative landscape, alternative social structures, alternative ways of traveling or being in spaces, but also of occupying those things that you imagine. I think there's something quite political about imagining the future. I think that's kind of a political act. And in my work, I am interested in the heart of the question in, say, physics is what is this all made of? Where does this all come from? What is this? And that's a question that is, I think, most spectacularly approached in science
2: Fiction. In contrast to Sandstrom's work, Corsi's paintings explore architectural structures of institutions, such as a wing of Unisa, the Tower of Lights at Witz, as well as the Jag. For Nkorsi, it's the imposing architecture of the buildings that interests her. It's quite
5: a, an intuitive process, choosing a building. So I sort of drive around, take pictures, and, or look on the Internet and find images of buildings that have this sort of very imposing architecture. And I think that the more that I find out about these sorts of buildings, the more that I learn about their histories and their particular histories in these areas and what they have represented. And now they represent something else.
2: A documentary that Nkorsi filmed in Chad in 2008 also forms part of the exhibition.
5: It's shot in Eastern Chad in 2008. I've called it True Heart. As Chad is often referred to as the dead heart of Africa and to me it's actually the opposite of that. It's a really dynamic, interesting, very much alive and complex place and I called it True Heart because I think that it sits directly where the anatomical heart of Africa would sit. The film is about in-betweenness. the the sort of in-between socio-political space that this country is in, in between a war and another person's war and peace and a lot of intervention. International NGOs are sort of camping out there and have been for quite a few years in the sense that I don't want to talk about others. I'm more interested in talking about my own place in whatever context I'm in. So it's a real reflection on how I was seeing this place and how I was seen in this place.
2: And Corsi and Sundstrom are attending residency in Brazil and North Carolina in the United States, respectively, after which they will collaborate on a project as part of the France-South African season. The space station All-Stars will be running at the Ituba Arts Gallery until the 3rd of August. I'm Michelle Constant. This feature was produced by Monique Stunder, and you can email me on create at baza.co.za
0: Create. Proudly brought to you by Business and Arts South Africa. Creating new opportunities for business arts partnerships. Email create at baza.co.za It's o'clock and it's time for Nancy Richards with uh, Otherwise. My name is Bongiko and see you tomorrow. Bye bye.